this is Brian Mayer, host of Hot Sauce Weekly. And you are listening to BCRN, all barbecue and grilling all the time. Do it live. Okay. Well, do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. And welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. This is a show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling, originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here for your Tuesday evening's live fire fun and frivolous show. Should you see the need to jump in through the phones or the emails, here's how you do that. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, said BBQ Central Show. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening in case you get the newsletter. It is the second Tuesday of a month, and that brings a visit from one of the most popular barbecue and grilling websites on the face of the earth and a freshly minted barbecue Hall of Famer, although longtime Barbecue Central Show guest Hall of Famer Meathead from AmazingRibs.com will be joining us and talking to us about how life has changed for the better, how the endorsement deals are starting to roll in one after another, revenue increases to AmazingRibs.com and respective brands, the whole lot that comes along with being a Barbecue Hall of Famer. Meathead will regale us. We will also talk about the upcoming holiday Juneteenth on June 19th, what that's about, and uh, if you're not normally a celebrator of that, why you should celebrate it, then we'll also give you a menu that you should be preparing for Juneteenth as well. So that's Meathead carrying the balance of the first hour, and then we will move to the second hour. He was a guest last week. We ran into some technical hurdles right off the bat, and for a number of minutes into his segment, which cut it short, So I thought we would have him back on so we can continue our conversation about his book called Black Smoke, amongst a number of other topics, not the least of which is going to be earth-shattering. It's going to be controversial. It's going to be all of those things because it's uncomfortable and nobody really wants to talk about it, but we are going to talk about it. Adrian Miller and I will be discussing race relations in this country in 2021 as it sits right now. After we get done with the book talk, which is most important, of course, uh, and then we will figure out how we can continue to mend our racial relations and encourage 
our racial relations in a positive way and how we might foster that from the very beginnings. It's tough. I'm not going to lie. It's something that continues on and on, depending on who you ask, has has hardly gotten better. We will have those really uncomfortable conversations with Adrian Miller in the second hour. So that's what's happening this evening. Meathead and Adrian Miller. And if Adrian doesn't carry most of the second hour, never you worry because I have passages that I am behind on with the reference book, Processing, Cooking, and Buying Horse Meat for Human Consumption. We need to catch up with those. So if we have a little time on the back end, I will go ahead and let you know about all of that. At least one passage. We got to catch up. We're way behind on that 17-page, well, almost 17-page monster book by Leon Kenny, who we all have come to know and love over the last many months as I've been playing along with the horse meat book. Don't forget, you can follow me socially, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snappy Snaps at BBQ Central Show for a live video feed. You can go to Facebook and Twitch slash BBQ Central Show. Also, YouTube slash RD Rempe. We thank Barbecue Hunk Hunkified for the 99 cent super chat, of which I will receive 50% of that. So I get 50 cents. Thank you, Barbecue Hunk Hunkified. I encourage many more dollars of super chats. I think 500 at the minimum would get you to where you want to go. I don't know exactly. I'll mention you, I guess. But I'll only get 250 so I would recommend if you're going to donate 500 why not do 1000 so I can get to keep 500 and then you can write off the other half. That's what you do. Just write it off. Now, here's the question that I got quite a bit. I'm also getting it in the instant feedback right now. Greg, why did you take the video from all sources down last week? I'm not going to get into the particular particulars, but if you listen to the show, and while the show is happening, I really try to actively listen, but sometimes I get ahead of myself, and I'm not listening to what I'm saying. I'm just hearing it, but I'm not listening. Or is it I'm listening, but I'm not hearing it? I forget exactly which term I'm supposed to use there. But Wednesday, I was getting in the shower, get ready for work. I was listening back to the first hour, and... Boop, there it was. And I said, I did not just say that. So I quickly turned the shower off, scampered down into the production studio, and edited the audio on the podcast feed. And since there's, I don't have any video of editing capabilities, I made the snap decision to take down the videos because I wasn't comfortable with the mistake that I made. I got... Nobody, to my knowledge, except for one person, heard it and or watched it. And nobody said anything until I was asking certain folks, hey, did you hear anything out of the ordinary? Did you hear a mistake I might have made? Only one person. And that was just me soliciting. It wasn't like, hey, we heard you. No cancel culture, none of that. I did it on my own. I didn't like the mistake that I made. So I just took everything down and I edited the audio and that's it. That's why you don't see it. But you get the podcast feed and it's great and wholly unedited except for about one second. 
Also, many of you were asking about the Hall of Fame leak reference that Sam the Cooking Guy mentioned during our segment last week. I will say this. I have a whole take loaded at the top of the second hour. So make sure you stay tuned to hear who goes on blast because of someone's inability to keep their fat yapper shut or their inability to read or they just don't care about rules and directions and go rogue posting like an irresponsible human being like a lot of people do these days. I got you covered. All will be revealed in about an hour. If you want to jump in with any guesses while we unfold the next 60 minutes, I am happy to review them as we're talking with Meathead. We'll see who's right and who's wrong. Also, many of you emailing over the past week calling Rusty Monson's removal from the American Idol Barbecue Central Show edition now in its second season. A complete and utter travesty. Get that big stuff out of here. I'm going to tell you like this. If you think that Rusty got jobbed or hosed or done wrong or railroaded, Evidently, you should, one, join the growing club that feels the same way you do. Number two, vote for Rusty next time because you didn't do a good enough job this time around. And number three, and I can't stress this enough, especially when it comes to these singing competitions, both real singing competitions that you see on television and really bad imitations of those really good singing shows that you see here on the Barbecue Central show, now for its second season. Encourage Rusty or any contestant in this specific show to stop being such an artist and embrace the trappings of selling out. Remember, this is a singing contest. You either play to win or you play to sleep at night and maintain your artistry, and then you find yourself not being able to sing in the third month or the fourth month. You will get voted out before everybody else. You play to win the game. Learn to love it. Be better. That's my advice to everybody that gets voted off American Idol Barbecue Central Show Edition. Be better. Than you were this time around getting voted off before everybody else. If you think Rusty got jobbed, join the club. But he sang Bananas and Blow by Ween. Does anybody know that song? As I mentioned last week when I was talking with Rusty, I'm a Ween fan. I'd never heard of that song before. Just a little advice as we potentially start game planning season three of American Idol Barbecue Central Show Edition. Maybe newly minted Barbecue Hall of Famer Meathead would like to join the contest next year. I guess we'll ask him right off the bat. Before we do that, let me talk to you quickly about Yoder Smokers, who we're looking to do an interview with here shortly. Yoder Smokers designs and builds all of their products right here in the States. And building pride through craftsmanship and world-class customer service is both the backbone of how the company was built. This approach translates into what can truly be a bespoke-style product that elevates gatherings with friends and family. And they're honored to have a trusted place in the backyards of America. From pellet grills to wood-fired fuel offset pits and charcoal grills, 
Consistent blue ribbon flavor has been synonymous with Yoder Smoker's name. Make no mistake, Yoder Smoker... What? Make no mistake, Yoder Smoker's flavor-driven design is unique to each style of pit, and our team has developed their cookers to perform time and time again while outlasting the competition for generations to come. It's this generational thought that's rooted in the... That's rooted in the handmade products and defines the integrity of core value. American-made quality, endless flavor, the benchmarks of Yoder Smokers. You can visit them online and pick up your own right now. Yoder Smokers, plural, YoderSmokers.com and grab yours today or just peruse the offerings and start sending out those little lines for Father's Day if you want. Or Mother's Day or whatever day you have coming up. You want a Yoder Smokers? Yes, of course you do. Here we go. Meathead coming up out of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Casting live from the Barbecue Central Show studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, creators of automatic pit temperature control technology, sellers of ceramic cookers with built-in power draft fans and accessories. To make your barbecue and grilling life easier, visit bbqguru.com for more information or give them a call at 800-288-GURU. The Barbecue Guru continues to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. They also have some award-winning sauce. Barbecue Bob Trudnack is selling his award-winning sauce over there as well. So grab a bottle or two or three. The wing sauce is really good as well. Barbecue Guru doing, continuing to do. All right, it's the second Tuesday of the month. You know what that means? A regular visit from our pal and the creator of AmazingRibs.com, Meathead. Hey, Meathead. Hello, Greg and Centralites. Happy Tuesday. We, Meathead, would like to welcome the freshly minted class of 2021 Barbecue Hall of Famer, Meathead. How about that? How does that ring? Well, at 72 years old last week, freshly minted doesn't quite apply. <laughs> well, for this particular designation, we'll say freshly minted Hall of Famer, but uh, certainly an experienced and savvy vet of the live fire community. So let's take a look back on that as you had affectionately referred to yourself over the last couple of years, the Susan, uh, the Susan Lucci of the Barbecue Hall yeah. of Fame, making it yeah. to that nine finalist list and never broaching over to the class of whatever year it was except this year changed everything so uh, what are your thoughts on being in uh, been a finalist three years in a row and uh, I broke through this year Uh, quite an honor Uh, um, I was beginning to wonder if I'd ever make it but uh, uh, you know it's been a I've worked hard uh, to help people learn about barbecue and uh, it's just you know great that the uh, Hall of Fame has recognized that how do you think it might impact you going forward? Much at all or not really? 
Well, you know, you did the live broadcast on Wednesday. I guess it was two weeks ago. Yeah. And you and I chatted immediately after because I was listening in. Fingers and toes crossed. And uh, so uh, you asked me to join you. And, I, that, you know, the first thing that crossed my mind and this is the first thing I said was, now I can go into Wikipedia and edit the errors in their barbecue listings and maybe the trolls that, teenagers who think they know everything there is about barbecue will let my edits stand. Um, I haven't had a time to do that yet. But um, every time I went into Wikipedia in the past and tried to correct this or that, somebody undid it. And it was like, ah, oh, come on, guys, this is wrong. Let me, let me. So now I can say, hey, punk, when you're in the Hall of Fame, you can override me. How does Wikipedia even work? I don't. I mean, I, I understand there's a lot oh. of information on there, but I can't go in and make my own page yes, for the show. I can. Yes, you can. But isn't there all um, kinds of weird markup code? And it's not just the very simple, from little, what I understand. A little bit. It's gotten easier. Um, if you go to Wikipedia up in the right hand corner, you'll see some. Uh, buttons and if you follow your nose you can figure out how to get registered as an editor mm -hmm. and then you can go into an article and edit an article and uh you know you you're asked to um explain why you've made a change and uh whether it's a substantial change or a minor change and uh and and often there are a number of people who watch that page because they're really interested, like the barbecue. If you go in and look at the page about barbecue or ribs or whatever, um, you know, there's a definition. And, 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 and much of it is true, and it's better today than it was a year ago and a year before that and so on. Mm. But if you go in there and if you spot an error and you go to edit it, there are others who will be over your shoulder and they can undo your edits if they disagree with you. Some of them um, have some sort of seniority or title. And, um, and, and you know, it, it, you don't know who you're dealing with. They often uh, operate under uh, pseudonyms and um, well, not often. They always have a pseudonym, a handle. And uh, so, you know, you, you can debate them. You can argue them. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's really hard to pull rank on them. But if you're in the Barbecue Hall of Fame, maybe I can pull rank on them. Maybe I can say, this is wrong. I'd like to change it. Please don't override me. I'm in the Barbecue, call of, barbecue Hall of Fame, and you're not. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Well, that seems like an awful lot of work for wikipedia and to be questioned no, no. or or if you went in and you knew that whatever edits you're making to whatever page are factual and scientific and verifiable to have them undone by some nerds seems to be well, counterproductive well you don't know if it's a nerd or maybe it's myra mixon uh, you don't know um usually it's not usually it's there are some people who have nothing better to do then spend hours every day um, editing pages on uh, Wikipedia. It's wow. a well-known fact. Uh, hundreds, thousands of them. That's their livelihood. You know, uh, some of them are college professors. Some of them are high school kids. And they, they have favorite pages. And so if they're in a barbecue, the barbecue page might be one of their favorite pages. And uh, they have this, this idea as to what the definition of barbecue is. And if, you know, you're not 
in agreement with them, then you're going to be uh, edited out. So, wow. so that's one of the, you know, I, I haven't had time yet. But, you know, when you Google things, often the Wikipedia listing comes up near the top. Yes. And so people looking for barbecue information, um, you know, you face Google decides the ranking um, that, that, that a, a website gets. And fortunately, my, many of the keywords, so if you Google barbecue ribs or Texas brisket or something, you're going to find amazingribs.com near the top in most cases because there are bazillions of websites that link to us and because we have credibility with Google since we've been around in, since 2005 and so on and so on. But Wikipedia is often on that top t five or top ten list sometimes ahead of us and um it, it it you know it's nice if it contains factual information and it's aggravating to me when it contains inaccurate information hmm. so especially if it conflicts with the correct information that we teach on amazingribs.com all right well let's and, do uh, this here is what i see on my uh on my page right now and i'll show it to you here this is Meathead Goldwyn's Wikipedia page. Ah, so yes. let me go ahead and give you a few uh, readings. You tell me factually correct or factually not correct. Me the, the whole page is factually correct because I you did I have gone in and edited it. Oh, I right. did not write it, but someone else did. Mm. And I worked. We, I talked to them and I said, gee, can you change this, that, and the other thing? They said, okay, and I've gone in and I've edited it. So it's it's accurate. I mean, I'm pretty much all accurate. The issues that I have is not with the page for me. Is the page for barbecue and ribs and brisket uh -huh. and grills and smokers and all of those words. Well, this was your particular Wikipedia page must have been updated here over the last couple of weeks because it yes. does say that in 2021 he was elected to the Barbecue Hall of Fame as the 40th member. And then all the other stuff that we already know about you. I wonder how that could have happened. There does appear. I wonder how that oh, could have happened. There, there, is your phone ringing, Meathead? Come on. Yes, it it's is. First time on the show? How dare you? That should go right on to the mute. Is that anybody famous yeah, we need to know about? I've been trying to reach her for days. Anybody famous? <laughs> I said it's my niece. I've been oh, trying to reach oh. her for days. Oh, all right. Wait. Uh, the Barbecue Hall of Fame does not have a Wikipedia page. Uh, oh, no, really? No? So... Oh, that's great. All right. Well, maybe if somebody's listening and they have too much time on their hands and they want to make a Wikipedia page for the Barbecue Central show, you can get in contact with me and I will pay you uh, upwards of $20 to create that page. Well, there actually cash. are companies. Yes, I know, but you, you have to really out. pay them. I'm not going to do that. Yes. There are oh, companies wait. whom you can. Well, because there is a style and rules and yes. um, techniques for creating a page in Wikipedia, yes. many of which are very good. I mean, they, they, they're an attempt to make sure that Wikipedia is correct. So it, you could dive in yourself and create a page, but it's likely you would step across the line on a couple of places oh, sure. and somebody would slap your wrist. So what you can do, although it's frowned upon, is um, search around with Google and find somebody who will create a Wikipedia page for the Barbecue Central show or for Greg Rempe, or both, and then you can have input. And then the Wikipedia majordomos will look at it. They'll decide if it's good or not. 
and oh, so on. God, I feel like I'm trying to rush a fraternity or something. I almost yeah, turned yeah, off by exactly. the whole process before we've even gotten started. However, if somebody wants to do it for almost free, I'm willing to give you all the facts and not pay you very much. All right, uh, so anything else from a Hall of Fame perspective, Meathead, that you want to talk about? Any of your classmates or um, other Hall of Famers that have gotten in years past? I'm going to take one to task to the highest order, top of the second hour, and may remove him. uh, Well, he's not in the Guest Hall of Fame anyway, so I'll leave it at that. Well, I've been having fun. Um, You know, it is is useful for business. um, uh, it is, um, an honor M- more than anything. It's an honor. Sure. I mean, there's 25, 26 living members. And if you look at the list, it's really an impressive list. And, uh, uh, I'm being inducted in, in, in my class, um, with a pretty august group. I mean, most notable is probably Arthur Bryant now deceased, but the, uh, founder of the Arthur Bryant restaurant, which is, Perhaps the you know the most famous barbecue restaurant in America, Calvin Trillin, the brilliant author called it the best restaurant of any kind restaurant in America. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then across town, his um, frenemy, if you will, yes. the other pillar of can he's Martha Bryant's is in Kansas City. The other pillar of Kansas City barbecue is Gates Barbecue and. Ali Gates got in at the same time as me. So Arthur Bryant and Ali Gates and then Rodney Scott, the pillar of barbecue in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, and uh, one of the great, great whole hog cookers also got in this class. And then um, finally, uh, Lytle Bridges Cabinus. I think it's pronounced Lytle. Yeah, Lytle. Yep. Maybe Little. Um, Lytle Bridges Cabinus who um, uh, took over her husband's restaurant, Bridges Barbecue, in Shelby, North Carolina, many years ago. Um, she, he, Her husband died, she died, and it went on to her daughter. I don't know who's running it now, but I understand it's legendary in North Carolina, and uh, we have a woman uh, pioneer in the barbecue world. So that's the five members of my induction class most august and since there was no um ceremony last year because of um covid there'll be a dual induction 2020 and 21 and i'll be going in with aaron franklin who was inducted last year and uh, desiree robinson of the uh, wonderful um cozy corner restaurant in memphis and uh, uh several others so it's a it's going to be a, september 18th uh, at the American Royal in Kansas City, and uh, are you going to go? Can bet I'll be there. Yeah, all right. You, I'll be there, and several of my team are coming. And uh, there ain't enough alcohol in uh, Kansas City <laughs> to maintain that celebration. Really? Well, I think that might be put to the test because uh, American Royal is certainly known for the party, <laughs> and you guys are going to bring it to it. So uh, I'm so looking it forward goes. to it's it. It's going to be great. The most. Well, um, in the most way. Any updates on the rubs and sauces? Yeah. Um, uh, I, oh, gosh, I don't have bottles here, but labels are done. Uh, the blends are done. We've been sending them out. Uh, did I send Yes, you, you did. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy. The feedback has been really excellent. The red meat rub. I have been a salt, maybe pepper on a steak all my life. Don't, don't, don't give me even a... 
fabulous red wine sauce or anything on it. Just leave my steak alone. And this stuff is awesome on steak. I love it. On on lamb, um, there's a pork rub, um, which is just a, a, a smoked, all the ingredients are smoked, variant of our uh, famous Memphis dust recipe, which many, many top cooks and restaurants are using. And uh, then there is an herbal rub. Don't use it in a competition. You'll come in last, but it's a marvelous rub for poultry and um, things like chicken and turkey, and, and it's lovely. Very happy with all of them. They're in production now. They'll probably come out the last week of June. We will not sell them because I don't sell anything on my website. Um, we will refer you to websites that do sell them. Uh, among them, I think they'll be on um, uh, Amazon. Um, and uh, you asked, you commented in the uh, preamble here, we were talking about the Hall of Fame, about all the endorsements and everything coming, and you should know, and the, your audience should know, we don't do endorsements. You cannot pay me any amount of money to say I love your product. Um, once years ago, because I had said vocally that I prefer briquettes to lump because it's easier to control temperature and a variety of other reasons I'd written about this in at length because as you know I don't write about anything short right um <laughs> I'm vociferous and I wrote about how I love briquettes Kingsford came to me and said well will you do some cooking demos using Kingsford briquettes and we did I accepted money for that and the blowback was significant, and I will not and have not since then. This was 2014, 13, I don't know, accepted any money for anything, nor is anyone on my team allowed to do that, nor is anyone on my team allowed to accept a junket, a trip anywhere. So no endorsements, no no kickbacks, no money, no nada. Yeah, but, I mean, if you like, if you like briquette charcoal... Why is it so bad that Kingsford can pony up some bucks? I mean, who gives a shit? Because people, well, first of all, YouTube people can make up the their worst. own mind. You know, whether and you're it, promoting it or, and if you're up front saying, "Hey, by the way, uh, this video by Meathead sponsored by Kingsford," then everybody else can make up their own mind. I mean, give me a break. Nope. Because the minute you say sponsored by, you're saying paid and bought, um, and. Um, we review products. We test grills. We test thermometers. We test equipment. We test meats. And if we are able, if we accept money to endorse products, nobody will believe our reviews. And we've run into that on occasion. Yeah, when but we weren't these videos the with the hot chick? What's her name? Susie, uh, yeah. Susie what's her yeah. name? But those were just cooking yeah. videos. You didn't say, oh, by the way, these are the best well, charcoal no, briquettes. Well, Kingsford label was visible. Yes, of course, because they're paying the you. Kingsford. Oh, come I on. can't do it. The appearance of conflict of interest is as bad as actual conflict of interest. I still, to this day, prefer briquettes over lump. I use not just Kingsford, but there are other briquettes I like. I love B&B briquettes. Um, I use many briquettes. I, I, the Weber briquettes, which are not available in the U.S. anymore, I don't think, were really nice. Um, I, I like the fact that they're uniform in size, that they don't spark and crackle, right. that they don't have uncarbonized um, uh, wood in the center, that they don't emit smoke when they're fully ignited, that they're heat sources, not smoke sources, and yada, 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 yada. So I like briquettes. 
and I and 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 um, uh, among them Kingsford. So, uh, but it, the, uh, I just cannot uh, for any product um, except money. There are there. I mean, like I, there are just so many products I love out there. And I, you know, you you you're sponsored by some really good products. Yes. I've heard you talk about uh, Big Papa smokers. I love the the stuff he does. Um, he's got the Mac grills. I love the Mac grills. Um, uh, I, I'm not going to start endorsing products here, but um, uh, I can't say nice things about products and have people fear that I'm being paid to say mm. that. Wow, we, what a uh, what a guarded life you lead when it comes to talking about products. Uh, no, but- you know what? This is this is. I'm just an old fart. I went to journalism school. We. I learned that there's a wall between advertising and editorial. And I have an advertising woman. I've never met her face to face. She handles all our advertising. I don't know who's buying ads. I don't care who's buying ads. Um, I just cannot allow that wall to crumble. If I'm going to endorse, pro- if we're going to review products, we can't allow that. It's like Consumer Reports. Hmm. Meathead from AmazingRibs.com joining me here on the show. Uh, Mita, we're going to step away just for a second, and then when we come back, we will pick up with a uh, Derek Rich's rebuttal, as you had mentioned, and uh, then we will talk about the upcoming holiday, Juneteenth. Uh, we'll get a little history lesson on that and a menu suggestion on that as well. So stand by, Meathead. We'll be right back with you, and I will quickly talk to you about somebody that Meathead just mentioned. Big Papa Smokers. That's right. The one-stop online shop. For all things barbecue and grilling, a curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies will get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything on the website has been Pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. From the award-winning rubs and sauces to the American-made grills and smokers, Big Papa has everything you need to be a better outdoor cook. 13 perfectly balanced flavors of rubs and seasonings like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, Double Secret Steak Rub, and the list goes on. Also, a sauce you should be trying. They own Granny's Barbecue Sauce. If you're looking for a new go-to barbecue sauce because you're displeased or off-putted by what's existing out there on the market, give Granny's a try. Great all by itself. Or you can also go ahead and doctor the Granny's up. Use it as a base and then change what you will or add what you will. It's great. You'll find Granny's Barbecue Sauce and other top-rated barbecue sauces as well over on the website. Aside from the premium selection of those seasonings and sauces, they also offer the very best pellet charcoal and wood cookers available today. If you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, like Meathead said, check out that Mac 2-Star General Pellet Cooker. Big Papa Smoker is the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. Not a fan of pellet smokers? All right. Take a look at that Old Hickory Ace BP, the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trailer. If you're not sure of what grill you need, give them a call, ask questions. They'll make sure that you pick the right one, 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop their website at BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A, BigPapaSmokers.com. We are back with more Meathead right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. 
the Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. This portion being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, C-O-O-K-I-N, CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com to buy as well. Everybody experiencing success in the live fire world, not the least of which those folks over at Cookin' Pellets, Chris Becker and the gang, appreciating their support as always. And we are back with Meathead from AmazingRibs.com, your 2021 Barbecue Hall of Famer. But way before that, Meathead, a Barbecue Central Show guest Hall of Famer. So no thanks, Hall of Fame. I, I recognize talent right off the bat. Um, I know you wanted yes. uh, a few moments um, last week or two weeks ago. I had Derek Riches on in his normal fourth Tuesday of the month segment, and he did a article on uh, a popular barbecue and grilling websites, and uh, you were towards the top of that list. But, um, but not to my surprise, uh, he took a, a bit of issue with that. So uh, if you're interested in sharing any of your thoughts, and we can banter back yeah. and forth on that. Well, I, I'm a fan of Derek. Derek Who is, is a real student. Derek's a real student of barbecue. Um, he is, uh, I, to my knowledge, he doesn't take endorsements either. I don't think um, he's worked very hard. But he he published an article on his website uh, about the most popular barbecue websites, and he ranked them. And um, uh, much to my dismay, he ranked us number three. I think that by any known measure, we're by far number one. Um, and the dead giveaway is number two on his list is a website called Smoked Barbecue so- uh, Source. Smoked Barbecue Source. Everybody out there who's been to that website, raise your hand. Uh, uh, come on, I'm looking. I, I don't see any hands in it. I've been in and around the barbecue world for quite a few years. Now that you mention it, I'm in the Hall of Fame. I've never heard of these guys. They're more popular than AmazingRibs.com. Last year, according to the one and only source that matters, Google Analytics. Google Analytics works you put a little slipper of cold, a sliver of code on your website, and Google Analytics counts how many people come to your website and how long they stay there and how many pages they visit and all that stuff. And that's crucial information to anyone who owns a website. There are other companies that guesstimate how many people come to our website or others, but it's always a guesstimate, and they don't have an accurate way to measure. In the past 12 months, we've had 9 million visitors to AmazingRibs.com, and they have viewed 25 million pages. I don't believe anyone on earth is anywhere near that. Now, his number one ranked website is Hey Grill Hey by Susie Bullock, and I love that site. Susie's a great gal, and it's a lot of fun. She's a regular on your show, as is Derek. That's right. Um, But it is my fervent belief, and I don't want to, you know, do this chest-thumping male thing and challenge her to show her numbers, Um, but um, um, we have Google Analytics, and in fact, after Derek published these numbers, I gave him access to those private 
confidential Google analytic numbers, which nobody does. I let him under the skirt to see how many people come to our website. He hasn't responded to my emails, nor has he altered his article um, to show the accurate numbers. But the fact is, all right, Susie Haygrill Hay, really popular website. Congratulations to her. I don't think she's number one. I'm pretty sure we are. But you don't but know. The, no, I don't know unless she shows us her analytics. But I will say this. The lie or the or the, the evidence of the silliness of his um, effort to pull together information from spurious sources is his number two ranking above us is the smoked barbecue source. Greg, have you ever heard of them? I didn't. Have you ever been to that website? No, I've never heard of it. So how could I go to it? They're more popular than AmazingRibs.com. We have 17,000 paying members for crying out loud. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, I applaud Derek for trying to get to the bottom of this. But until he actually sees Google Analytics, please disregard that. And the only reason I would dispute it or bring it up here is that advertisers will Google what's the most popular barbecue website. And they might find this stupid article and think that we are number but can't, three. But can't those not. advertisers use the same methods that he used and come up with the same results? They can. Well, they then can, that's not Derek's they, fault. Well, if no, he's but using if free to, tools, if, uh, that, yeah, but it's it, it, it would appear that it is beyond the pale for website creators or webmasters or keepers of traffic to just let people into their Google analytic accounts. I mean, is there a security issue there? Media buyers who want to know our traffic numbers, all they have to do is ask. We will either give them limited access or send them PDFs exported directly from Google analytics that we can't alter or whatever. We can give them accurate numbers. And had Derek asked me, I would have been happy to share with him. So with all due respect to Derek, who does test grills, review grills, write about barbecue with a great degree of intelligence, this article is bogus. <laughs> your, your belief, bogus. I, I'm trying okay. to be a devil's advocate here. Okay. Because no, you're, and, you're and absolutely right. It's my belief the barbecue source... Smoked barbecue source is more popular than we Do you are. see Absolutely what I'm driving at, though, Meathead? Do you see what I'm driving at? No, I'm just going to accept whatever Derek did. But no, but, you, face but if, if you are the only one giving him access to Google Analytics. Now, look, let me be fully transparent here. As someone who has a website but mm -hmm. could care less about traffic because I have a podcast and the yeah, website is window different. dressing, right? So I don't, yeah. I don't know all the inner workings of all of this stuff, but set that aside here. I just want to make sure you understand my limited knowledge here. But if, if nobody else or it is highly uncommon for other website folks to give their Google Analytics information, should it, 
wouldn't you then be number one by default if nobody else is sharing, even if their numbers are 40 times yours and they just choose Greg, not to if share? if anybody wanted to create an article on who is the most popular barbecue and grilling website, I would have sent them our analytics. No question. If an advertiser wants to know how many people come to our website, my ad gal sends them our analytics. No question. It's. I mean, we don't let people normally under the kimono, but <laughs> we can do that. I mean, it's not. It, 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 I'm sorry, Semrush and Alexa, which is uh, not the same as the uh, Amazon gadget you talk to, are just and they're and um, I wrote a little rebuttal article. Both services that he relied heavily upon are known to be inaccurate. So, and there are numerous articles on the internet that talk about this. So I'm just pointing out, it, 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 it's a nice try, but it's a mistake. Meathead from AmazingRibs.com joining us here on the show. Now let's transition out of that because I've gotten you nice and hot. So let's go ahead and transition to another topic. Uh, and, and the final topic for this evening, uh, Juneteenth. And I'm wondering, uh, do you have something to say? Oh, I oh, was going to okay. respond. Yeah. I, so, I mean, I'm, I, what, I've been sell- what, what do you know about Juneteenth? And like, can you, are, do you have uh, any type of, uh, you know, bit of history lesson you can give us for those that aren't familiar? Well, first of all, I believe I'm being followed here tonight by one of the great authorities on the subject, oh, Adrian right. Miller. Okay. So I've got to be careful. Second of all, I'm white. Um, yes. But I did learn how to barbecue. Um, in an open pit in Gainesville, Florida, in the 1970s, from Y.T. Parker, an African American, um, I used to go into this little joint in the uh, the, the African American neighborhood to get barbecue, and that's where I fell in love with barbecue. And Y.T. and his buddies took me under their wing, this young college white guy, and let me go out back to the pits and they showed me how to cook in an open pit. This was a hole in the ground. And eventually the city gave him grief about uh, health. So he built a uh, a cinder block pit and uh, I learned to pit barbecue from these guys in the 1970s. So that's my connection. And he knew about Juneteenth. He didn't make a big deal of it. Um, But um, I heard about it first from him. Um, And so I've been aware of it. A lot of people, last year first heard about it because it was popularized um, uh, through the media and there was some political conflict over it. But it, it's becoming better and better known. And what it is, is it's a celebration of the um, uh, appearance in Galveston, Texas, by a General Granger. Um, he came to Galveston two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation, I mean, slaves were already free. They just didn't know it in Galveston. They didn't know it in Texas. Um, And it was six months before the 13th Amendment, which made it formal, was passed. Um, And it was um, uh, two months after Lee surrendered at Appomattox. So it was essentially for the slaves in Texas, the event of 
emancipation. They uh, many of them called it jubilee, and you 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 can check all this. And I'm gonna is make a short shrift of what I know about it because I'm gonna focus on the cooking. Um, and uh, Adrian Miller, whom you're interviewing next, yeah, is great. Is is he wrote a book called Black Smoke, which I've read um, cover to cover, a marvelous book. Um, uh, about the role of African-Americans in the history of barbecue, which has not been very well um, documented until his book. But in any case, um, for Juneteenth, um, there's actually a website called Juneteenth.com, and uh, I went there today, and uh, they said, uh, quote, the barbecue pit is the center of activities on Juneteenth. So barbecue is central to the celebration of emancipation, um, which has spread well beyond Texas. And uh, there's an interesting uh, angle here, um, uh, and that is red. Um, Red has a certain degree of symbolism. Uh, The color uh, red has a degree of symbolism surrounding emancipation. And so there are red things served at the classic Juneteenth meal, among them ribs with a red barbecue source, of course, and ribs are central. It's not brisket, even in Texas. Uh, I mean, I'm sure now many serve brisket, but ribs were the central, the barbecue centerpiece. And uh, a, a product called, which I never tasted, called Big Red Soda from Waco. I think it's strawberry flavored. You know it? Yeah, it's not strawberry flavored either. Um, it's, oh, I don't even know. Um, I would say more cherryish, but you okay. know, big red. It's I think it flavor. it kind of falls in line with a uh, cheer wine kind of a flavor too. Okay. If you've ever had that, but yeah, big red, big down in Texas for sure. Yeah, I've never had it. I, oh, yeah. I hear yeah, cherry that also flavor. if you can't get it, that you know, red lemonade is popular. But uh, and then of course watermelon. And now we're stereotypes here. I mean, watermelon, ribs. Um, I mean, this is African-American stereotyping. But, I mean, there is part of the celebration. Uh, it often goes to goat, um, f- f- fried chicken, uh, catfish, um, uh, you know, of course, pickles and the whole nine yards. So it's a big celebration in any case. And it centers around barbecue. And, you know, whether you're black or white, wow, it's a holiday for barbecue. Yeah. And it's a holiday to celebrate emancipation and equality. So I'm all favor uh, of all of these things. And uh, I think it's, a, it's an opportunity for all of us to um, just break out the grill. What menu would you be putting together? Well, I, I would, you know, I have a great love of history and I'm, I've written a lot about history on AmazingRibs.com. So I would love to follow the classic um, menu of ribs, um, some sort of red drink. Now, in my house, it would probably be red wine. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, maybe watermelon um, and then, then the sides. I mean, if you're going to go um, uh, Texas or Southern, uh, you know, you 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 may want to do something with okra. You may want to do something with fried catfish. You might want to do something, um, uh, you know, stick to the southern um, hush puppies. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of goat, but I, I gather goat is a popular 
um, uh, ingredient in uh, uh, Juneteenth. Uh, and and I, 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 if Adrian's listening, please, uh, I'm going to listen to you. Jump in and correct me. Adrian, by the way, is going to be a guest of mine tomorrow on um, Clubhouse at uh, 4 o'clock Eastern. Um, and uh, we'll continue this conversation. Um, uh, he's the authority. So I probably ought to just shut up right now and, 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 and pass the baton to him. Fair enough. Uh, Meathead from AmazingRibs.com joining me here on the show. You can hear him tomorrow on Clubhouse at 4 p.m. where he has his usual 4 p.m. Eastern gathering on Clubhouse. So uh, if you're an Android user, it just rolled out a couple of weeks ago as I am just kind of freshly on there, uh, mostly uh, taking part in uh, DVQ's thing that she has in the morning while I'm getting my run in. But uh, from time to time, I will go ahead and uh, tune in at other points during the day and trying to get a, a, my head around how this whole thing operates. But Meathead is certainly a good listen here on this show, but uh, also in a clubhouse setting. It, who knows what can happen on a clubhouse? It's not recorded. The audio, by and large, is actually very good, and people yeah. can participate. Do you take questions from the crowd, or you just run an agenda? Oh yeah, no, we yeah. we we invite people up to ask questions. You know, it's got there are a couple of issues, but I don't know if it's going to last. Frankly, I'm in there. I've been to have seeing fun. more and more articles saying that it is it is rapidly on the decline. I don't know. All I, I know it. is you can't record the conversations. We've had some great ones, and I'd love to have them yeah. and post them. And secondly, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all of these monsters can easily if anybody's never seen or heard of clubhouse basically it's what we're doing here without the pictures it's conversation no pictures um and you can have eight or ten twenty a hundred people in the audience you can ask them to come up ask questions or expound on the topic um it's just a big fun round table bowl session my events every wednesday at four o'clock eastern co-hosted by Elizabeth Carmel, um, a, a really fine uh, barbecue chef and book author. Um, we average around 12, 15 attendees. So you got a chance to ask questions and uh, participate, and they're fun. You know, I, I do Facebook Live occasion once a month, yeah. um, and uh, it draws a much bigger crowd. But the questions there are typed. They're not asked verbally. And I think that will certainly change now that Facebook has seen the success of Clubhouse. So whether it's going to last or not, I don't know. But I'm having fun with it. And if you yeah. want to come in tomorrow, we'd love to see you. Check them out at 4 p.m. on Clubhouse. Get it on your iPhones. Get it on your Androids and everything in between. However, in the meantime, you can... F- yes, go ahead. I just, Before you before we, we say goodbye, yeah. I, I, I don't know if we've had a chance to mention that... You've heard me talk for two years about our shindig in Memphis called the Meetup in Memphis, which was originally scheduled in 2020 and then in August 2021. We have finally rescheduled it in March 2022. Same exact program. Just go to AmazingRibs.com slash Memphis. It's got a capacity of 400. We've got 300 tickets sold already. It should be a great deal of fun. There's some really good speakers, some really talented people. Malcolm Reed, who's a regular with you, is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Um, So go check it out and join us at the Meetup in Memphis March. 
All right. Uh, in the meantime, you can find Meathead over at AmazingRibs.com or on the social media handles, and most importantly, the second Tuesday of every month right here on the Barbecue Central Show. It is, uh, yes, Meathead. And remember, it's the third most popular barbecue website in the world. Yeah, next to, <laughs> what, what was the name? What's the one ahead of you? Oh, Christ, I don't remember. Smoke, uh, sauce, smoke, smoke, barbecue. Smoke, smoke something or other. Smoked sauce, barbecue I is better. I than- up all- <laughs> they had a page about us. You yeah. go there. Yeah, they have and a page the, on the, uh, on the stall while I was uh, and, looking and the, up stuff. The smoke, it's called the Smoke Barbecue Source. Smoke Barbecue Source, And yeah. if you go there, you can read the uh, page about us. And, I, I, and I'm, I'm sure they're hardworking, earnest people. I've never heard of any one of them. We might have to do our own expose on the smoked barbecue source. There we go. All right. Uh, You can find Meathead right here on the second Tuesday of every month. Meathead, always appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Always great being with you and the Centralites. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you next month. All right. It will be in July that we will see Meathead, if you can believe it or not. Wow. This year flying by. 2021 rapidly coming to a close. Everybody laughs at me when I say it in January, but look where we are now. Through the middle of June at this point, and it's not slowing down. All right, let me talk to you quickly about Primo Cookers as we get ready to wrap the first hour. It is an oval shape, so you can do true two-zone cooking in this particular cooker. That's important to the folks over at AmazingRibs.com, the two-zone cooking stuff. You can put all the coals onto the right side. You can put meat on the uncold left-hand side. Bring it up slow. Do the low and slow. And then you can open up all the air on the top and the bottom. Let those coals get really hot. And then move the meat from the non-coal side over to the coal side. Finish it off. Get that sear going. And what the hell was that? We just paused for a second. I got real nervous. Uh, you can also ramp it down for really nice low and slow. You know, when those ceramics get hot, they become very efficient. So you can keep heat for 12 hours, 20 hours, 24 hours. You had a, a barbecue guru automatic pit temperature control device. You could probably extend out from there because now the minutiae of fire management is really being taken care of by a computer, not a human. They're made right here in the States. You can get precision-controlled manufacturing and the highest quality of ceramics. I've told you now about that lift hinge on the grill head, reducing the lift by 70%. It's now an 8-pound lift instead of a 35-pound lift. Precision-controlled top and bottom air controllers set by numbers instead of finger and pencil widths. Upgrade kits are available. You can upgrade your existing Primo with all these new features right now. Visit your local dealer to see product improvements for yourself if you don't have one and you're ready to buy. Primogrill.com is the website, and a dealer locator is right there as well. You can go to Primo Ceramic Grill on Instagram and Primo Ceramic Grills on Facebook. Join the club. See what everybody's talking about. Get the oval cooker that you need. Forget about those round ones. They do have a round one, too, if you want a round, but forget about that. Get the oval. Many different sizes to choose from. Primogrill.com. We're back right after this. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey. 
Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously for cloud-based monitoring or connect via the Bluetooth if you would rather do that. That's fine. If you have Alexa or the Google Assistant in your home, you're in luck. Fireboard fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com. Or call 816-945-2232. Fireboard 2, Fireboard 2 Drive, or Fireboard 2 Pro. Get them today. The Fireboard 2 Pro is thermocouple for those super high heat situations. I think up to 1,200 degrees. Fireboard.com is the place you want to go to get yours today. All right. We thank Meathead again for joining us. Amazingribs.com, his website. If you haven't been there, I'm sure everybody has. Get there for some great free information. You can also sign up for his Pitmasters Club. Less than 25 bucks for the year, and you get a nice message board, access to a whole bunch of stuff that nobody else gets access to, or at least advanced access if eventually matriculates its way out of the general public. But you would see it first. It's the Pitmasters Club over there at AmazingRibs.com. And we'll see Meathead on the second Tuesday of July. We are back and heading to the set. Well, we're back now, but we are heading to the second hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. 